Central bank digital currencies, unnecessary and dangerous, deliberately weakening America's military for a socialist overthrow. What do five red heifers have to do with the October 7 massacre? And globalists must, again, they must silence free speech. Well, we'll analyze these prophetic headlines and more on this edition of The End Time Show. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of The End Time Show. Wow, have I got a show for you today. So much going on in the news. I had just pages and pages of articles that I could go through that I only have, I've only got an hour. So I'm going to get through as many of them as we can. But wow, the news is absolutely full of prophetic fulfillments today and the, the ongoing fulfillments of these prophecies. So let's get through as many as we can. Um, and I'm going to start off with a precursor to the mark of the beast. Revelation 13, 16 through 17 says, And he shall cause all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. It's going to be economic, a global economic sanctioning system to sanction individuals to, for a control method to get them to bow down to the edicts of the world governing body and to force them into compliance. Controlling people's money, what they purchase, all of the, what they can, uh, the credit that they have, everything. Economic sanctioning. And so we're going to get into an article titled, Why Central Bank Digital Currencies Are Unnecessary and Dangerous in Just a Moment. First, let me mention First Cup Coffee. You know, you can imagine, with all of this going on all around us, we work day and night to keep up with everything. We're energized and motivated by our God-given purpose, certainly. But thankfully, we've got First Cup Coffee upstairs to keep us fueled, right? And these guys, are, they're just a, it's a Christian-owned Patriot Coffee Company out of Texas, you got many different roasts for you to choose from. That's very important to coffee drinkers out there, I know. And so go to firstcup.com, use code ENDTIME to get 10% off. Subscribe, and they'll give you an additional 10% off. So go to firstcup.com, use code ENDTIME to get 10% off today. All right, precursor to the Mark of the Beast. Daniel LaCow published an article, Why Central Bank Digital Currencies Are Unnecessary and dangerous. I just want to take two small excerpts from this article because you understand that 90% of the central banks around the world are looking into implementing a central bank digital currency. Central bank digital currency is, central, is simply a, a, a um, digital currency that would be used. It'd be like a digital account that you would have with the central bank. And they, could, they can view anything you do with your money, what, what, how much money you put into your account, how much money you take out of your account, everything financially that you do, they could view that and control it and potentially cut it off. Let me talk to you about it. 
So, according to Daniel Akau, consider if the transmission mechanism was direct and utilizing only one channel, the central bank. Everybody would have their accounts with the central bank. It is not the same, uh, it would be the same as having a police officer who is there obviously for your protection but to keep an eye on you. It's the difference in having him walk down the street in front of your house. You don't really feel like he's invaded your privacy, but you know he's there, right? It'd be di the difference in that and having him in your kitchen watching your every move as you make breakfast that morning. Now, that's a little, you like police, but that's a little uh, invasive, right? And so certainly wouldn't want that. Well, consider this. A central bank digital currency would be directly issued to your account and held at with the central bank. Not your local bank, but the, a central bank. Now this would be eventually. At best, a central bank digital currency is really surveillance masquerading as currency. The central bank would have precise information of your current, all your currency usage, your savings, your borrowing, spending, all of your transactions. Imagine if, if, and I say if here in America, I know there are nations that are already trying to do this, but if we went, if we moved away from cash and moved on to a fully functioning central bank, a digital currency, imagine if that happened. Everything you do could be controlled to the nth degree by a central bank digital currency. And it can enhance the, the fungibility of money to prevent the common uh, but unfounded problem of excessive savings, trying to make everybody equal. And moreover, as central banks become more politically involved, this is where I'm looking at it from a prophetic standpoint, Beyond economic sanctioning, it'd be all, it would all be part of it, but the, the, the central banks are just, they're enmeshed with our government, and really the, the, the government is controlled by the central banks here in America. The central bank, the Federal Reserve. So since they're so heavily uh, politically involved, they, could, they might impose penalties on individuals who spend in a manner that they consider unsuitable that doesn't go along with their political ideologies, that doesn't go with the flow during a, a COVID situation, or with a, um, when they're trying to get you to, to move off of a combustion in, in, engine in a vehicle and go to an electrical vehicle. I mean, just when, if you don't want to go with the flow of all these woke agendas, these central bank digital currencies can control all of that and economically sanction your purchases. And it could also, if you want to, let's say, pay tithing or give an offering to your church. Well, what if that church doesn't align with the woke agenda of the political party that's running the country? Well, they could use these central bank digital currencies to, to kind of urge you maybe not to give to that entity. Eventually, when the Antichrist takes over, nope, we're going to lop that off. Can't do that. You can see how a cent, if you're, if you're functioning in dollar bills, they can't control you. That's freedom. But if you, even though that is a fiat currency, 
But just imagine if they can control everything with a um, just a click of a, of, of a button on a computer and then rewarding those who follow their recommendations or who comply with their edicts. So the entire privacy system and monetary limit mechanism would be removed. Now think about this. You say, Dave, that's scientific sensationalism that's going to happen. That could happen in some scientific movie somewhere. No, I'm telling you, there are central banks around the world that are absolutely pushing this. 90% of them of the central banks around the world are pushing these things that I'm telling you about right now, folks. Most people that aren't paying attention, it's just blowing by them and because they don't understand the prophecies of the Bible. But if you understand these prophecies, this stuff is coming down very, very quickly. Say, Dave, are you scared? No, I'm not. I've got my hands in Jesus' hands. I'm trusting him. I love him. I'm serving him. And the Bible says, for we know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Am I afraid? No. But I'm telling you that the second coming of Jesus Christ is just around the corner. And if you're not ready to meet him, I would encourage you to find a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church, super glue yourself to that place, be born again, and be prepared to live as a Christian the rest of your life until you see Jesus come through those clouds or you go by way of the grave. There's only one or two ways out of here, the grave and the rapture. I got to go in the rapture, okay? Unless the Lord decides to take me first. Now, this is the reality. This is the reality of the Bible. Go through your Bible. And so it's very important that we understand these things. Sometimes we got to peel through all the layers of uh, onion that's called life, and we've got to get to the core. What am I supposed to be doing? Why, where did I come from? Why am I here, and where am I going? The Bible provides the answers for those three questions. If you cannot answer those three questions, then you need to be getting in a Bible study somewhere and make sure that, um, that you understand, because that's the, that's, this is the very essence of life, everybody. So, prophecy is given to us for many reasons, right? And, and, of course, the Word of God as a whole. So, very thankful for that. Now, I do want to let you know, me and my wife, I've had people for years say, when are you guys coming back to Florida? Well, this weekend. Uh, this weekend, my wife and I, Saturday night, we will be in Gainesville, Florida, the Pentecostals of Gainesville, Pastor Jimmy Tony, 8105 Northwest 23rd Avenue, Gainesville, Florida, and this is Saturday evening, uh, that'd be March 2nd at 6 p.m. I'll be teaching my new lesson, The Green Horseman and World War III. Wow, what a relevant lesson it has turned out to be. I put this together at the end of the last year. Wow, I mean, wow, wow, wow. And then Sunday morning, this coming Sunday at 10 a.m., March 3rd, I'll be doing Breaking Prophecy News, and we'll be having a Q&A segment between myself and the audience. We'll have a roving mic. Everybody can raise their hands, ask a question, and we'll banter back and forth. It's a, it is a blast. So there's a lot of stuff to talk about in the news right now, and we'll be talking about it uh, this coming Saturday night, Sunday morning in Gainesville, Texas. There's more information on our website. Go to um, endtime.com. Go to the events, and go to, then go down to the conferences tab. And everything to get you there this weekend, there's maps, phone numbers, the addresses to the church, everything you need to get you out to the conference because over the last few years, we've had people driving from hours and hours away. I know there's some people that are coming from Orlando, which is about two and a half hours away. A lot of people are coming from all over Florida.
to be in that conference and certainly would love for you to attend. Me and my wife will be there. Okay, let's go to the next, um, next one here. Bert, um, the, let, let, let me talk to you real quick about Birch Gold and then we'll dive off into world government, what's going on. You know, the, this is a good time here because world government enthusiasts, enthusiasts, these globalists, are trying to impose these digital currencies and digital IDs and everything to the respective populations. Well, these could allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products. I just talked about it. Freeze or seize part of your bank accounts. Ask the truckers in Canada if that's possible. And in essence, it would enable these governments or central banks to control your finances. So there are some concerned Americans that are diversifying their assets into physical gold with Birch Gold Group. If you want maybe a, a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, go to birchgold.com slash endtime to get your free info kit on gold. Maybe you've got an IRA or a 401k from a previous employer just gathering dust. Birch Gold can help you convert that into an IRA in gold without a penny out of pocket. And so go to birchgold.com slash endtime and claim your free info kit on gold because if digital currency does become a reality here in America, you may wish you had some gold to fall back on. Okay, so world government. John said, uh, and I stood as um, on the sand of the sea and I saw a beast rising up into the sea having seven heads and ten horns. Upon his horns, symbolic of the European Union, I'm not going to take time to prove all that, you just trust me, I can prove it scripturally and historically, but upon his uh, horns, the European Union were ten crowns. Upon his, the heads, the name of blasphemy, and the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard. It had the body of the leopard, Germany. Feet is the feet of the bear, Russia. Mouth is the mouth of the lion, Great Britain. And the dragon, or Satan, give him his power, seat, and great authority. That's Revelation 13, 1 through 2. So this is a, it's a 2,000 year old prophecy of the world government that's currently being established. Okay. You remember a guy I had on last year, his name was Kevin Freeman. And he was with the economic war room with Glenn Beck. He had been in the um, financial advisory to, 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 in the Donald Trump administration. Well, in Kevin Freeman's book, the book was titled According to Plan. He says that the global elite are working to weaken America in every way so that we have no means of resistance against the globalist plan to implement socialism in America. Say globalist, what's that? It's somebody who believes in doing the nation states obsolete and that we need to move into a system of world government. Do away with the borders, create one state that answers to a world governing body. So there are globalists that realize the United States is really the last really big bastion of freedom on the planet and they've already taken over a lot of it already. The central bank already runs our economy. It's not run by the Congress at all. And so there are globalists that seek to weaken our, listen at this very closely because I'm going to give you an article about this here in a minute. They're seeking to weaken our economy. Now this is under the Biden administration, the Obama administration. Think about it. I know we've got an election coming up. You need to think about what I'm going to say right now. There are globalists that are trying to weaken our economy. You've seen that happen under the Biden administration. They're trying to weaken our energy independence. Joe Biden comes into office, boom, starts cutting all pipelines, starts stopping drilling. We were energy independent. We were exporting energy under Trump. Joe Biden comes in and pretty much just lops all that off, right? 
They're driving America into bankruptcy. They're weakening our, our stature. They're weakening our borders. We basically have no border at this point. And they're attacking our social strengths. They're attacking education, weakening our education, weakening, um, trying to dumb down our children. You better know what your kids are being taught, everybody. They're, they're trying to divide us racially. You know, as a rule, everybody pretty much gets along. But there are people that are in, the, in, the, in charge that are running things. They want to divide Americans. They don't care if it's racially, economically. They don't care what it is. And so every, if you just leave everybody alone, everybody pretty much can get along. But these people keep feeding and feeding these different narratives. So they're dividing. It's divide and conquer, right? If everybody would unite and just say no, be done. But they keep everybody divided. So dividing us racially and economically, and they're fighting the family unit. And they're attacking our cultural strengths, tearing down... Um, like General Lee and all these statues and putting up statues of just this twisted metal that doesn't mean anything. They're trying to do away with our cultural strength. They're doing away with our freedom of speech. And I'll talk to you about that later on in the program if we have time. They're attacking our military strength. They want to, they're trying to weaken everything so that way we cannot impede the overthrow of a socialist government here in America. The investors hub, when we talk about attacking our military strength, our military is not what it used to be. So we got the most mighty military on the planet. Yeah, but do we have, we've got a lot of woke individuals that are running it. Now, I'm not saying everybody, all your loved ones that are in the military, that they are woke individuals. I know that that's probably not the case. I'm talking about the leaders, okay? The Investors Hub, they published an article, America's military decline is deliberate. Okay, this goes right along with Kevin Freeman's book, According to Plan. It says this. I just pulled a few excerpts from the article. Our military recruiting programs are abysmal failures. According to military.com, in fiscal 2023, only the Marine Corps and the Space Force among the five service branches met their recruiting goals. The Army fell short by, this is in one year span, 12 months, the Army fell short by 10,000 of its goals to bring on 65,000 active enlisted soldiers. The Air Force um, recruited only uh, 24,100 of their 26, almost 27,000 goal. They were short. And the Navy recruited only 30,000 active enlisted sailors short of their 37,000 goal. So in fiscal 2023, we were tens of thousands down. And similar, similarly, though, the retention of our best and brightest military officers, NCOs, and enlisted personnel is a sad commentary on the military force structure. Our warrior class, which is probably most of your uh, loved ones, the true warriors out there, they, it, it is abandoning military service. They can't take it anymore. The woke and weakened military is no accident. It's by grand design. Nor is Biden the principal cause of the problem. Biden cannot craft any strategy that would transform an institution like the military into a socialist swamp. For that, we've got to look back to Barack Obama. He crafted the strategy and set the wheels in motion. 
over five years, President Obama fired 197 senior military officers who did not agree with his foreign policy, nor his vision of the role to be played by the military. And the coup of our country's warrior class leadership had begun. The coup created a void in the ranks of our nation's senior generals and admirals, and President Obama began filling the void with sycophants who were, um, people would do his bidding, who saw the opportunity for promotion. They would align up with his thinking. And so over the, over the ensuing 12 years, each promotion cycle focused more upon like-minded generals and admirals who coincidentally had been groomed and selected by those Obama initially chose to replace the 197 that were fired. So the message became crystal clear, crystal clear, go woke or go home. And Biden's inner circle has simply followed the Obama recipe. And so we, you get, um, in the military, you get the likes of like a Secretary Lloyd Austin and Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Miley, who was followed by the new Joint Chiefs um, Chairman, Charles Q. Brown, Jr., the superintendents of our woke military academies, uh, for example, the, the DEI minor and at West Point, and are also products of this philosophical uh, screening, a lineup, in other words, go woke or go home. Under these new woke leaders, we have critical race thinking, we have this DEI infecting our current future soldiers, sailors, marines, and guardians. And woke seminars, uh, think about this, drag queen shows, racial quotas, they're the orders of the day. Woke. Worst of all, this system replenishes itself with each successive generation of woke generals and admirals. So those woke senior officers, they now select and promote the next generation, and so on and so on and so on. So it, it's going to take a concentrated effort to stop this generational decline in our military's poor focus upon combat readiness and effectiveness. The loss of the warrior class, those recruits, it's no accident. The departure of the warrior class service, men and women, is, it's a tragedy. The military is a shallow and uninviting shadow of its former self. Our military has got to return to its formal, lethal greatness. And folks, here's the plan though. This, by the globalist, this has left the American people very, very vulnerable. Okay? And you say, Dave, why did you bring this up? World government, a socialistic world government is prophesied about in the Bible. And they want to impose socialism here in America. My friend Kevin Freeman wrote a great book, According to Plan. They are dumbing down our education system, weakening our military, weakening our economy, weakening our borders. They're trying to bring America down so they can overthrow us with a socialistic system and we would have no means of resistance. And so, now you kind of understand the dynamics of what's going on in the political sphere. Anybody who would come against that, oh, we've got to get rid of them at all costs because we're trying to create a world governing body. That's exactly what they're doing. The Bible says it's going to happen and we're watching the establishment of it as we speak, everybody. And so it's all by grand design. I know that there are still some warriors in our military. I mean, wow. 
But by and large, they're trying to weaken it. You can kind of see what's going on. Our enemies and our allies are looking at us and scratching their head going, what in the world's going on? Israel is questioning. Is, is America really an ally of ours? They don't know. Because when you say, yes, I'm an ally of yours, but I'm going to remove sanctions and help fund your, your main enemy, Iran, so that they can keep funding these terrorist proxies that are coming in and killing you, you got to scratch your head and go, what's really going on here? Folks, it's all by grand design. And so we're watching this establishment of this world governing body. Okay, man, I got a bunch of these I want to get to, so I'm just going to keep moving here. Let me talk to you about, Bert, about um, the Ready Pantry, and then we'll, uh, we'll keep on rolling. You know, in talking about a lot of this, we'd Americans would love to believe that the grocery stores and things are always going to be there, but we've seen over time that there is, it is possible that supply chains could go could collapse, food supply chains could diminish, and we should pay we should pray for the best, but we got to prepare, right? What if there was a way that you had a, you could get an affordable three three month or six month or a twelve month emergency supply of food? Well, there is. Readypantry.com slash end time. They offer these amazing 25-year shelf-stable food. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, desserts. Not to mention the peace of mind you get just by knowing, hey, in my closet somewhere, if, if the, everything goes south, there, I can take a few months and feed my family if the grocery stores are wiped out. I know here in Dallas, I mean, if we get a hard rain, the, the grocery stores are wiped out. Think about that. And so it seems like, and so, but I don't worry about a lot of stuff because I've got some of that food stored. So, Ready Pantry, they're an American-based company with all the products sourced here in America. You're not going to be disappointed. There are many long-term food storage companies on the internet that they, they, they tell us that they're selling products that have been sitting on their warehouse shelves for up to 10 years. Ready Pantry does not do that. They deliver the, the freshest products that were packaged just within a couple months ago, and that's what's delivered to your home. So when they say 25 years, they really mean 25 years. Ready Pantry, they offer discounts um, up to 20% off for 3 to 12 month supplies. So go to readypantry.com slash endtime and use the code endtime and save an additional 10% off on your order, and you never have to pay any shipping on all orders. And you can also stock your pantry with buy now, pay later options available at checkout by going to readypantry.com slash end time. Okay, so I know we're going to come up to a break here. I don't want to cut this next part in half because you're, you're really going to enjoy this. But we're, all of this stuff is happening. These are the headlines in our news today, folks. I'm going through there and I'm like, oh, there's prophecy. That Wow, that's prophecy. That's being fulfilled. Wow, look at this over here. Oh my goodness, this is a headline. That's what I did this morning, putting this program together. It's one thing right after another. Folks, the second coming of Jesus Christ is right around the corner. And I've got to make myself ready. Jesus said, be ye therefore ready, for in such an hour as you think not, your Lord doth come. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? 
one third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 Endtime. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning End Time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Okay, everybody, let's, let's dive right back off into this because I want to get as much as I can done before the end of the program here. <clears throat> the... You understand that back in the 70s, the United States deemed, I think it was 78, the United States deemed the West Bank, the settlers building out there as illegal in the eyes of the international community. We stayed that way all the way up until the Trump administration came along and said, no, that's actually not the case. I think it was Mike Pompeo that came out and said, we do not see them as illegal in the eyes of the international community, and which it was a good thing because Genesis 15, 18, God said, in the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram saying, unto thy seed have I given this land from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates. And so in the times of Israel, uh, going to the next article here, the, the times of Israel the U, so they, in other words, they gave the Lord gave them the promised land. It's a lot bigger than what they inhabit today. They just inhabit just a very small sliver of the original promised land, from the great river in Egypt all the way up to the Euphrates River. The only time Israel has inhabited the entire promised land is during the reign of David and Solomon. And so. The, the West Bank region, Judea, Samaria, that was the Jews. God gave them that, Genesis 15, 18. So to come today and say, well, in the eyes of the international community, that's simply illegal. Well, it's, it's basically irrelevant what the international community thinks. God gave them that. And the Lord said, when I bring you into the land, you go in and you occupy the land, you possess the land. Well, that's what the Jews have done. They, the Jews originated there, and so they lived there. They, were the, they have been there the longest throughout the human existence, and that was their land. And they were driven out of the land back in, uh, after the revolts and different things that happened in about, you know, just almost 2,000, not quite, but almost 2,000 years ago. They were scattered all over the, la- all over the world. But now that they've came back and when they, up until uh, the 1967 war, Jordan illegally occupied that land. And they drove all the Jews out. Well, when the, Jew, when, when the 
Arabs attacked in the 67 war, and in six days, Israel drove Jordan out of that land back over to the current borders. After that, Jews went out there and started re, I say re, inhabiting that land and building settlements. Well, the international community says, oh, that's illegal. But Donald Trump came along in the, and with Mike Pompeo, Secretary of State, and said, nah, we don't agree with that. That's not illegal. So Donald Trump reversed that decision. Well, the Times of Israel published an article and said that the, now this is under the Biden administration just Friday, that the U.S. revives the policy. I'm like, it's like, I got to, I scratched, this is why I have no hair on top of my head. Because the, I scratching my head so much over what Joe Biden's done during this administration. He basically is reversing everything that Donald Trump did. So what happened is, is the U.S. has revised, revived a policy deeming the settlements illegal, which is probably Resolution 2334, which is one of the resolutions they'll use to come down against Israel in the Battle of Armageddon. And it says that Israel, that they're talking about Israel's plan to build 3,000 new homes out there. So the United States has come along and said, no, we see that blinking. That's illegal. So the Biden administration, this was Friday, they restored the historic U.S. policy, deeming the settlements inconsistent with international law, rejecting, now, if you're an ally, would you not just say, yes, we stand with Israel, go? That's what the Trump administration did. But the previous administrations, Republican and Democrat, said, no, those are illegal. They recognized that. And so Joe Biden, then, they come along rejecting a stance, implementing by the former administration, the Trump administration, hours after Israel announced a plan to advance construction of thousands of new settlement homes in response to a terror shooting in the West Bank. And it's been longstanding policy, U.S. policy, under the Republican and Democratic administrations alike, that new settlements are counterproductive to reaching an enduring peace. Donald Trump, he wasn't worried about it. So, they're also um, inconsistent with international law, is what Blinken said. And he's revoking what uh, became known as the Pompeo Doctrine, which deemed the settlements not, not inconsistent with international law. And the 2019 policy implemented by Trump's Secretary of State Mike Pompeo rejected the views held for decades by administrations on both sides uh, of the parties that maintain varying degrees of adversarial relations with the West Bank settlements. So the Mike Pompeo policy for the first time saw the U.S. take a neutral, if not a supportive view of Israel's presence beyond the green line. Again, everybody says, you guys are big Trump supporters. Listen to me. I don't agree with everything Donald Trump did. But many things he did do, I absolutely agreed with. Israel, in my opinion, should have all of the promised land. You say, Dave, that's, that's not political. I'm not worried about political. I'm worried about biblical. I'm not worried about the politics. I'm worried about what does the Bible say about this stuff? Everybody wants to know what my stance is on the issues. My stance is, look at the, open the Bible, that's where I stand. You want to know where I stand on the issues? Open the Bible, check it out. Where do I stand on abortion? Where do I stand on uh, world government? Where do I stand on you know, whatever. Look at the Bible. That's where I'm at. 
LGBTQ, look at the Bible. That's where I'm at. I believe in the Bible. And so, very important that we understand some of these things that are going on. When I look at this, and I see the current administration, that we had a true narrative that those um, settlements were legal, we didn't agree with the international community, and we were standing with Israel, that was the right stance. The wrong stance is to say, oh no, you can't go out there like the Lord told you to do and possess the land. The Lord told, God told them to go in and drive out the inhabitants. Now imagine if Israel did that today. We'd be in World War III, wouldn't we? And so, because I know that Satan is against Israel, and he's the one driving this whole thing, because the Bible says that the dragon, or Satan, gives this world-governing body its seat, power, and its great authority. Satan is the principal driver behind the efforts towards a world government today. Okay, man, we got, let's, get to another, let's get to another one here. Daniel eleven thirty one. The Bible says, The Antichrist and arms shall stand on his part, and they shall pollute the sanctuary of strength, shall take away the daily sacrifice, and they shall place the abomination that make it desolate. So we know there's going to be a sacrifice implemented in the near future, right? And to do that, the Jews believe that they need a red heifer because of Numbers 19. Well, all Israel news. Now, folks, you understand I'm walking right down through Bible prophecy here. All of these are the ongoing fulfillments of Bible prophecies. All Israel news published an article. What do five red heifers have to do with the October 7 massacre? And you say, well, all that, the, 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 nobody really cares about the red heifers. Oh, yeah? Well, back in January, there was a story. Now, this is the, the All Israel News. I pulled some excerpts from their article. They say back in January, a, a story flew under the radar that, that's well worth discussing the relationship between the October 7 massacre and five red heifers. You say, well, I thought that October 7 massacre, that just happened out of the clear blue sky. There was no planning, no real motive. Come on, what world are you, are you living in? There was a million motives behind that. So, yes, you read that correctly. At the 100-day mark of the war, Abu Obeda, he's the military spokesman for the Hamas Al-Qassam Brigades. He gave a televised speech about the Hamas efforts, as well as a reminder of the purposes of the war. What are our, why was our motive, what was our motive in going in and killing between 12 and 1,300 people and taking almost 250 hostages? What was our motive in doing that? Well, the speech was translated into English by the Palestinian Chronicle. And it says this, and I'm quoting, this Hamas member said, we look back, we look back 100 days to, the, to remember the educated, the complicit, and the incapacitated among the world powers governed by the law of the jungle, reminding them of an aggression that reached its peak against our path, Al-Quds and Al-Aqsa, with the start of its actual temporal and spatial divisions. And get this, this is this Hamas guy saying this. And the, the, what, in other words, he's telling about their motives of all of this. He said, and the bringing of red cows as an application of a detestable religious myth designed for aggression against the feelings of an entire nation in the heart of its Arab identity 
and the path of its prophet, the night journey, and ascension to heaven. So right there, amid the very, this very wordy discussion of perceived Israeli aggression against Al-Quds, uh, the Muslim name for Jerusalem. In other words, they're saying, with these bringing in these red heifers, that they're, it's an affront to the Temple Mount because they're wanting to build their temple. And they, th these Muslims, Hamas, knows that they have to have red heifers. So they, the, the, um, this guy's speech is an affront to that. They, they, they say that the black domed mosque on the Temple Mount lies a curious and telling statement. The bringing of the red cows, the guy said. So a lot of people, even in Israel, miss that. But Hamas and the Arabs around, they were following that story very closely. The, the red cows um, being referred to, those are the five red Angus heifers that were imported um, from Texas. <clears throat> My good friend Byron Stinson with Bona Israel back in September 2022 through this joint effort between this Christian ministry and the Temple Institute in Jerusalem. So their diligence paid off as they found not only one, but they were able to, they actually found 21, but they were able to send five of these kosher red heifers to Israel. And even, and they were, they um, didn't have any more than um, just maybe one or two black or white hairs, even before having their ears tagged, which is a common practice in the livestock industry that would have disqualified them for ceremony use. They had to be basically be just born. As of now, four of the heifers remain blemish-free, and according to the Temple Institute rabbis, they hope to carry out the ceremony before Passover. You understand, we're coming up to March. They want to do this sacrifice in April. And so last October, this was one of the reasons, according to this individual who was over Hamas, these brigade, this was one of the reasons that they attacked on October 7. According to Jewish history, uh, tradition, only nine heifers have been sacrificed since the time of Moses until the destruction of the second temple in 70 AD. The Rambam, uh, Maimonides, they stated that the 10th red heifer ceremony would bring the messianic age. Likewise, evangelical Christians who hold to a, this, a futurist view of Bible prophecy believe that there's going to be a third temple built and subsequently uh, desecrated by the Antichrist before the return of the Messiah. And so for many of the religious Jewish community, as well as the evangelicals, there has been a great deal of anticipation surrounding these uh, ladies in red, they say. And so something certainly that we need to watch moving forward, right? The red heifers in Israel, because next or April's coming up very quickly now. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is. time is not going anywhere.
I'm down. So, okay, everybody, here we go. Very quickly, I want to take you to an article by The Federalist. And the title of the article is, because I want to talk to you about, I mentioned earlier that the globalist must silence um, free speech. They have to silence this in order to have their world governing body. I talked about this the other day on the radio, but I wanted to go a little bit deeper into this. You've got to understand what's going on. The Federalist published an article, The American Stasi Controls What You Hear and See to Control What You Think and Do. And uh, this is very important So, because this is what we're living through. Big tech, federal agencies, and corporate media, they work together to undermine the country and control your thoughts. So it's tempting to look at big tech, corporate media, and these federal agencies as distinct industries and entities with their own goals and organizational structures, but that's not the right way to analyze them in 2024. In reality, they are just different systems within the same organism, similar to how eyes, ears, and legs are part of the human body, okay? They're all working together. They've got different roles and functions, but they're all subordinate to the same overarching goal, and that's total power. In 2024, these entities all function as part of a single system, the American Stasi, some people call them. You, you recall that the, the Stasi was the oppressive spying and law enforcement regime deployed by the Soviet Union against the people of East Germany. And the American regime today is every bit as corrupt and deceitful as the Soviet Stasi and back during the Cold War. Big tech and the federal surveillance system, they work hand in glove to manipulate what you see, hear, and think. The surveillance state spies on you constantly if you engage in activities that it detests, like going to church, speaking out at a school board meeting, for example. I mean, it develops and deploys complex technologies used to manipulate your perception and reality. Big tech is the deployment mechanism for much of this technology. Social media networks use government-funded technology to censor the news you read. They're trying to control your thought process. Search engines use these technologies to prevent you from ever seeing information that's inconvenient to, let's say, the regime. You step out of line and the surveillance state will demand that big tech shut down your account or prevent you from earning any revenue from your journalism. End times dealing with this right now with YouTube. And this happens because the regime did that to us. I'm saying the regime. Um, and it also happened to, back to the uh, uh, many news agencies, that one of these that I'm talking about now would be the Federalist in 2020. So corporate media is used by both the surveillance state and big tech to bombard you and to overwhelm you with messages that it wants you to hear. If the government needs you to hate another country to justify the government's desire to go to war with it, then corporate media will gladly comply with the story after story demanding war and slurring anyone who dissents as a domestic terrorist. 
Say, Dave, why are you talking about this today? Because I want you to know the truth, everybody. You cannot believe everything you hear on the news and about different countries and things like that. We've got to know the truth because it's very, very important in the end time. The government will often spy on these dissenters and leak details of their, their private lives to corporate media to embarrass them or, um, or they may even deliberately spread vicious lies about someone knowing corporate media was happily broadcast this. And the truth is, no, the truth is no obstacle to the American Stasi. If the government needs, to, uh, needs a war to replenish the coffers of its military-industrial complex backers and to justify the continued existence of its obscene security and surveillance services, then it will use every appendage in the American Stasi to get its way, right? Corporate media. They, they vilify the target foreign nation and any domestic dissenters. And the FBI and its cronies will spy on, smear, terrorize dissenters as national security threats. And defense research agencies will distribute technologies and their big tech friends to their big tech friends. And that which is going to be used to throttle and de-platform citizens who object to the government's actions. This is exactly what's happening to conservative news sources in America as we speak. They do not want you knowing the truth about human-induced global warming, which leads to climate change, or combustion engines versus electric vehicles, or, um, I mean, you name it, world government versus a na national nationalism, and the what's wrong with open borders. They don't want you knowing about the millions and millions of people that are coming across our borders basically unchecked, and they get, they, they, they are allowed they're flown to wherever they want to go to in the United States. Okay? But they don't want you knowing about any of that kind of stuff. Big tech will happily censor anyone uh, that the regime targets and then pat themselves on the back for being on the right side of history when it's actually the very wrong side. And at no point does the American Stasi engage in self-reflection and wonder if it may be it is the real villain. They all work in concert with each other in a constant feedback loop, effortlessly reinforcing each other in a manner requiring little overt direction. Surveillance, big tech, media, they're all working together. And it's like with the human body. You know, the eyes and ears and arms and legs, they don't need step-by-step -step -step instructions for every menial task. They all know what's required of them. Think about your body, or else they wouldn't be part of the system. None of this is speculative, by the way. It's all too real. And each one of you has witnessed multiple American Stasi operations rolled out over the last decade. And once you recognize what they're doing and how the playbook never really changes, it's pretty difficult to unsee what's really going on. I mean, think about Russiagate. 100% American Stasi op from the beginning to end. The, the Ukraine impeachment, um, the American Stasi opt to defend its money laundering uh, playground in Ukraine, uh, protect Biden and to hurt Trump. It, it, was, a, it was a psyop, trifecta. The, think about the Kavanaugh rape hoax. Obvious American Stasi op, right? COVID. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you better believe it. 
They brought out all the big guns on that one, and it gave them the opportunity to take out Trump and to deploy a biomedical surveillance state. You say, wow, that sounds pretty real. Think about it. Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah, the FBI fed lies to corporate media, and those lies were then used as censorship fodder by big tech. Uh, January 6th, obviously. And, of course, the Ukraine war. And, and these are just ones that these guys, the Federalists, can list off the top of their heads. And, and I promise you there are far more because the American Stasi never stops trying to manipulate the American people into giving the regime more power. Power is all the American regime cares about. And it won't stop until you don't have any left. Let me give you an, an example of this. You have been told, let me, about how they try to control your thought process. You've been told over the years that, and there may be some poor people in Russia that are homeless. I, I get it. That's in every, probably every nation. But you've been told in, in, uh, over the years that, and I've been told, that Russia, uh, they're living in complete abject poverty and um, that, you know, people can't survive and that, you know, there's no food in the stores and, you know, just horrible conditions, right? Well, I watched the other night um, Tucker Carlson interview Vladimir Putin. And Vlad, do, do you say, wow, do you, are you a Putin advocate? No, I'm absolutely not. No, no, don't get that. Uh, don't, you know, don't take it wrong what I'm saying here. But I watched Tucker Carlson interview Vladimir Putin. The guy seemed halfway sincere. Now, I, I get he used to be with the KGB. I mean, I, I know the history of the guy. But when Tucker Carlson and them left the interview, rather than go out to eat all the time while they were there, he had a camera crew, he had all kinds of guys, and he said, basically, we went to a grocery store, and we just grabbed whatever we thought it would take to feed everybody for a week. The whole crew that he had with him. And I, I saw the stack of food that they had. It was enormous. And me and my wife went to the grocery store the other night. I never go to the grocery store. But on the way home from somewhere, some engagement we had, we stopped by the grocery store. We bought three or four bags worth of stuff, and it was like $75 or $80. It was almost $100. Four or five bags of stuff. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And my wife was like, Dave, you don't even know. You haven't been to the grocery store in so long. She said, prices are unreal. Well, I looked at what Tucker Carlson had, and he said, look, I Tucker Carlson said, I want you to see the false narrative of what's going on and what you've been fed by the media about Russia. They, he, they, he let the lady tally up all their groceries, and I mean, it was a ton of groceries. And get this, it was to feed the whole, all the guys for a week, it was and, $104 or $107. And I was shocked out of my mind. I told my wife about it. I said, we are being fed so much by the media and the, the big tech and all these different things over the years that they're simply trying to control what Americans believe so that when they want to attack a country or they want to go do this, that we will support that. And I know the reason I wanted to tell you about this, number one, it's what we're facing right now. Number two is that the Antichrist will eventually usurp authority over this false narrative teaching system. 
to get you to bow down to his edicts and comply with this action and do and no. All we need to do, folks, is abide by the truth. I don't need to know everything that's going on in the government and everything. I'm, I'm trusting in the Word of God. I trust the Bible. Jesus Christ said, you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. That's what I'm interested in knowing. If, it, if it's any kind of a news story, just tell me the truth. If, even if it's going to hurt me, tell me the truth about it. Because I, you're, you're, you are hurting me much more if you don't tell me the truth. So the globalist, folks, this is one of the main efforts. It is the, it's the old um, German propaganda machine. We can't let people know the truth. We've got to share with them the propaganda that what Hitler's doing is a good thing. Or what the, what the American military-industrial complex is doing is a good thing. We've got to understand, folks, the Antichrist, the false prophet, their goal will be to deceive people in the end time. You've got to know the truth. Make sure you're aligned up with good, reliable news sources that are teaching you the truth. Make, make, make sure you're aligned up with a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church that will teach you the truth. Not one, not a woke church, but a church that will teach you the truth in an effort to get you to heaven. We're not just building churches to build churches. We gather people together in efforts to get them to heaven, right? That's the goal in all this. We're building the kingdom of God, and that the kingdom of God is built on the truth of the Word of God, not a false narrative. God bless each and every one of you today.